Hello and welcome to the Outpost podcast. This is uh, day two of Outpost. It's a beautiful morning. The air is nice and cool, and I can see all around me. There's activations and brands sort of, you know, bringing their brand to life in the wild. It's why we're here. There's people and culture colliding, uh, folk discovering one another, connecting about one another's missions, and specifically, I'm most excited to connect with you two this morning. My name is Red Rainey. I'm here to produce the Outpost podcast in specific and visionary collaboration with. My name is Marcus Colombano. I'm with Pineapple. We're a creative studio in San Francisco. And uh, and you know, this morning I'm delighted to welcome to the table uh, Miss Lauren Batchek, who is in fact one of the lead creative hearts with All Things People, the creative impact agency based from Los Angeles. Would that be correct? It is. Hello, I'm happy to be here, and thanks for the warm introduction. Yeah, it's a real treat to have you, um, Lauren. Please let us know uh, what is All Things People. I want to hear it from the source. Who are you? Mm-hmm. What's the mission? What are you guys creating in the world? Yeah, so we are a creative impact agency called Enzo, E-N-S-O, based in Santa Monica. And we work with brands who are trying to create positive impact at scale in the world. So that could be a nonprofit, but that also could be the Googles of the world and working with various different teams within them. Um, And all things people means a lot of different things, but primarily for me, my role is split partly working on bringing the best talent to our team at Enzo. Um, And then the other side of that is working internally with our our folks um, in talent. And so what is growth pass forward for folks, coaching managers how to be stronger managers, creating some process as we continue to grow as a company um, and keeping it people-centered with all the decisions that we make. Hey, I love it. That's a wholesome cause because there's a lot of sucky managers out there. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I do believe and I recognize that, um, uh, you know, having a, a well-informed, well-intentioned, well-founded team mm-hmm. really just makes all the difference. Basically, like people make the world turn. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So all things people, I feel you. Yeah. I mean, there's people, I think a lot of people don't realize that there is a difference between leadership and management and you have to train people how to be managers because of most people, maybe they never had a good example of that themselves. So their managers were always difficult. Um, and then all of a sudden now they have to manage other people and they've never been given the tools. So we're working really hard on training our new managers and, and helping them equip them with all the things that they need to do their job well. I love that. And, uh, and riddle me this, what brings you to Outpost? You know, we have obviously a wonderful space here. We're in the outdoors. We're exploring. We're adventuring. We're, we're trying innovative products, you know, yeah. all, all things uh, 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 which, are, um, which they themselves are pushing a little bit of positive change wherever possible. Mm-hmm. You know, there's definitely a big focus on sustainability. And otherwise, what brings you here to this site? Yeah, so my whole career has been in, like, in the impact space um, and working with a lot of different social entrepreneurs or um, just organizations and companies that really care about the impact that they're making in the world. Um, and so Evan, one of the co-founders, is a great friend of mine. And last year and this year, just helping him find other teams to bring to Outpost. Um, so like you see Soapbox Soaps here, which was a great introduction that we made last year. And it's great to have them nice. now. And um, I, I washed with Soapbox Soaps yeah. this morning <laughs> in an outdoor shower with the sun streaming in, surrounded by redwoods. Awesome. So thanks for making the intro. Yeah. That smells so good right now. 
<laughs> glad I could help. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's why I'm here. Um, and this year specifically, also um, speaking with Marcus and some other folks on one of the discussion forums about oh, overcoming risk as you grow as a company and what, what are the different factors that you need to be thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's the talent and culture piece, um, but there's financial, there's like who are you partnering with and, and all of those types of things. Yeah, that's important stuff. I can't wait to hear what you guys are going to deliver on panel. Marcus, do you have any thoughts or questions uh, for Lauren at the moment? Yeah, I think that, um, first of all, I think our our listeners would love to hear a little bit more about what Enzo is about and uh, the principles that it was started on. Um, I think it's a great foundation for our further conversation uh, today. Yeah, absolutely. So Enzo started six years ago um, and... Our two co-founders, one comes from the creative agency world and the other one came from um, kind of management consulting, business consulting. And um, they started Enzo still on the premise that they wanted to work with brands in the impact space, but they're more of a like marketing advertising. And as we continue to work with some of our partner clients, realize that there's a, a bigger opportunity here and we can create what we call shared missions. So we worked with the Khan Academy and this is like the the first one that we were like, okay, this is really a shared mission. Um, worked with the Khan Academy and realized that the um, premise of like you can learn anything really struck a chord across the board, not just with brands and consumers, but with politicians, with athletes, with influencers, with nonprofit organizations with schools with like all of these different folks and it wasn't like a us and them game anymore it was like together all of these organizations and people so you think of it as like as like a diagram right we can all push this this mission forward it's so, not easy to unite groups under a banner yeah you know? yeah it was really exciting and really fun and so now like we're working with one of our clients on um youth empowerment, girls empowerment specifically, and how do you bridge that dream gap with, and this is just one client, right? But we're helping them think on a bigger scale. And so partnering them with like Big Brothers, Big Sisters and all these other organizations and whatnot to, and then, you know, we have the creative side so then we can build out that whole campaign and and kickstart things. Right. I think that when you work with companies that understand the, the real premise of brand, Mm-hmm. that a brand purpose, so the why that you actually do work for yeah. is actually bigger than you. Yeah. It allows you to actually partner and yeah. um, have a shared mission Yeah, because you're, it's not selfish. Mm-hmm. You all are trying to change the world at the most foundational level. Yeah. And everything that you do as a company is just additive. Yeah, absolutely. We've, we've kind of changed the way that we view the work that we do and we have this, this, uh, slide and a deck that we share with all of our clients and all of the people that we onboard. It's like what it used to be and what it is now. And so thinking about not creating, like getting customers to buy something, but creating buy-in and not even thinking about clients as clients, but as partners. And Fab. and yeah, so it's... it's More shared. of that, please. Yes, please. <laughs> um, and then even like working with other agencies and it not being like we're all like fighting for clients it's like no let's partner up together and like do something rad collaboration is key yes i know collaboration is incredibly key and i think collaboration outside working with your customers your partners is really important but as you say you know all things people it's not just an outside thing it's an inside thing yeah and so 
as we talk about your organization being around for six years, you're growing, you're going from your two founders to what you have, how many people do you have now? We have 40 right now, full-time. How do you scale um, the sign, kind of the buy-in to that mission? How do you make sure that everybody's behind that? Because if you're not, you're not going to be effective. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are so many agencies in LA and creative folks have, not like they have their pick, but it is a candidate's market right now, right? And so how do you d- differentiate yourself? Um, and that's something that our like impact focus at our core and in our DNA really draws people to. Mm. Um, and so I think that's really important to like have that on our forefront of like, this is why we exist in the world. Um, and, and that really like pulls on, on folks, their, their heartstrings and, and, um, draws people to us. But I think one thing too, we, we focus a lot on our leadership team being with everybody, right? Like there, there isn't like a, a door, there's no shut doors between leadership and the rest of the company. And we have an open office. So like you sit next to Kirk or Sebastian every single day. And so that like creates a, a bond. Um, and then we have all team share outs. So as Enzo continues to evolve and grow and whatnot, they sit with the entire company and and share like what's on their mind and how are things changing and nice. and what's practice. going on. Yeah, it's really important for for you know then the most junior person at Enzo feeling like they have some like skin in the game, right? And like mm-hmm. having that ownership um, as and can well. Can identify new opportunities to add value in ways yeah. that might be specific to them and not to anybody else, yeah. despite junior or whatever. Totally. Absolutely. That's super cool. How often does that happen? It seems like a really interesting practice. Yeah. So we have an all team meeting every other Thursday, um, which sometimes it's more focused on like, where's the company going? And other times it's more of like, these are some like cool projects we're working on, or maybe some cool business opportunities. Um, we also like celebrate people every single one of those. Like we have these trophies and each trophy represents a different thing. So one's about teamwork, one's about mentorship, one's um, about self-expression. And so over who like one that the week before then decides who they're going to give it to. Um, and so we have like fun things like that mixed into it. Um, and then the, the meetings that are more like, okay, where's the company going? Those we try to actually separate from those every other week ones so that there's more of like a focus on like, this is specifically about like company vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and those happen periodically. Like right now we're having them more often as we're going through some like evolutions. Um, but I would say maybe once a quarter. Nice. That's yeah. Great. Yeah, that is great. Yeah, it's so you, really nice. So, I mean, you have your mission. Um, you have um, client pressures. You've mm-hmm. got financial pressures. Um, and so you're, you're trying to have to balance this ever kind of changing machine. And can you talk a little bit about um, the responsibility the organization has to its mission, to its to its financial um, purpose, mm-hmm. um, and to the the people inside the organization, and how do you balance that, and how do you make the cho- the choice of who you work with and who you don't work with, and yeah, I mean that's a tricky one, right? Like any company who is trying to hold true to like a specific type of client 
but then they have to pay the bills. And we, as a growing team, like we moved into a larger office space last year. And like, what does that mean? And um, then there's overhead and whatnot that needs to needs to be paid. And um, I think we've in the past, and this is part of the like six years of like growing and learning and whatnot, we did take on some clients that like at the core of our DNA, like either maybe they weren't totally mission aligned with us or they, the relationship grew into something that it wasn't before. Um, or the client itself like had turnover and then all of a sudden we're working with like a different person with a different vision. And that's happened a couple of times. Mm. Um, but then this year, one of the reasons that we're going through like so many like evolution meetings is because we've like put a hard line in the sand as a company and as a team. And that's like, really exciting for us because then the other thing is like people internally don't want to work on clients that are just like not mission aligned, right? Because they came to us to work on this stuff. So we have to like stay true to that because we owe it to them too and nice. not to ourselves. Um, so we've like drawn a... a line in the sand and said like no we're not going to work with x y and z we've actually like let go one of our clients this year because of it which we've had for six years like they were like one of our first clients wow, and we decided big. we're not going to work with them anymore and our team was stoked because they yeah. were like not excited to work on it anymore <laughs> um, because of where the relationship had gone and they're like we're not helping make positive change we're just making banners you know and we don't need to do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? And then we had another, like, very, like, one of the largest companies in the United States come to us last year and want us to help them with a website. And we were like... Uh, yeah, like, it was kind of, like, like super quiet yeah. in the room, right? Flattering, like, everyone's like... Oh, flattering. No one's ever going to do this, right? <laughs> Sorry, what? Flattering. Yeah, it was flattering. And we were kind of like, well, why do you guys want us? Like, anybody could mm. do this for you. What's your, we're like impact focused. And they're like, well, we just want to see how you guys will do on this. And then maybe we'll have like an impact project for you later. We're like, no, because <laughs> our company. first. Yeah. Nice. That's not what we want to nice. do. Hey, uh, way to stay true to the values. That's a very strong line in the sand to draw and position to take. It's definitely, you know, it can't, that can be a risky move yeah. for a growing business. But you guys obviously have a track record and a, and a flavor that's so distilled and so potent that like, you know, you can really kind of like use that as a, as a foundation of strength. Yeah. So I admire that about Thank you guys. I mean, and then there are other companies like we have a client right now that has gotten a lot of negative press um, in the last couple of years. Happens. and. And we recognize that, and but they came to us with a different type of ask. Their ask was like, help us change. Help us change the DNA of our company. Cool. And that started, it was all just internal work of helping them figure out their what, how, and why, and what is their company manifesto, and how do they change all their premises nice. and, and practices. Um, and then now turning that into like an external campaign. Um, and so that kind of stuff is really exciting for us. And so that's how, that would be a good example of how Enzo would take on a project like that, something where you have to, where you're looking at transformation from the inside out. Yes. You would begin with what, how, and why. Yeah. Love yeah. It's great. It's really, really fun work. And one of our co-founders actually has a master's in spiritual psychology. What? Which is like... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I, you know, and so he actually spends half of his time like coaching us internally and meeting with individuals cool. in the company and he so he's like really really skilled at helping 
do that kind of transformation within a leadership team of a company. It sounds more like a dojo than a creative <laughs> agency, and I'm totally into it. But shouldn't be. I mean, fun. I think that, I mean, having worked in a number of different firms like that, dojo's not a bad model when you think that you guys need to have this tight connection between everyone in the organization. Mm -hmm. You need to work as a team. You need to know how to cover each other's backs. Yeah. Mm. You all need to know the purpose and the plan. Yeah. And um, you can make relationships with the people on the outside, but unless you guys are tight within yeah. and skilled and are practiced, right. then you're not going to be successful. Right. And so to have these coaches uh, that help align people are critical to making that happen and not enough time is spent in most organizations to align people all. like that. Yeah, I mean when I tell people what I do and what my job is, they're like, What? You do that for a company of forty? Like typically companies aren't thinking about that until they're at like two hundred, right? Yeah. And by then to be like, Oh shit, our culture is a mess, like you're too late, you know? <laughs> like things aren't aren't set up for success in that way. Exactly. So yeah. it's it's really, really fun. And this role didn't exist at Enzo before I got here, which has been fun too. So my previous job, I was working in the talent space for for like an agency. Like we were all working in talent stuff and we would work with different companies as clients. Mm -hmm. um, and Enzo was a client of mine, which is fun to now like be yeah, internal fantastic. there. But I was always like, oh my gosh, they're my dream team. And I would love to work and live in Santa Monica and like be part of Enzo. And here I am. And <laughs> so it's been really fun. Well, way to make the jump <laughs> and, uh, and continue to add value with every step. It's clear that, you know, the role that you guys have created together is uh, instrumental. Yeah. Oh. So let me ask you this. Sure. Some closing questions, things that I'm curious about. Um, I would love to know, uh, you know, what is next for Enzo? What's coming up? in the pipeline you know yeah. where, where can we look to find uh, your work and then you know obviously you guys are an impact agency I would like to know straight from the source like what is the big change what is the big impact that you guys would like to see in the world what are you what do you want to drive for what do you want to push for what what envelope do you want to push what frontier do you want to define where are you going yeah those are some big questions indeed um. <laughs> juicy yeah, so um, things that are in the pipeline right now, ooh, I have to like think about how to articulate this without giving away all our secrets. Mm. Um, we have some really exciting work happening with um, some foundations right now. Awesome. Who, yeah, who are also kind of like, how do we make change within? And like, they're already a foundation, right? Yeah. Like, they're yeah, already yeah. like, here's already our money. Yeah. On a great path. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's been that that side of our work is like kind of more in that like spiritual stuff and like helping to get at like why do they exist and like as individuals and as an organization, mm -hmm. um, and then how do they manifest that into like the practices that they're working on and like giving away money to the right places, um, and then what's the impact of that and kind of on piggybacking on that, it's like we are going through some stuff right now where we're like we say we're a creative impact, but what does impact mean? And how do we internally even measure that? So like putting together kind of a task force to figure out how do we measure and evaluate the impact that we're having in the That's world. It's a lot of data. It is. Thankfully, we have somebody who is very skilled at that. <laughs> he was like, 
just he's on our business ops team and he's like, oh, yeah, I know how to do that. And we're like, wait, what? Yeah, and then awesome. we were talking to like a DNA company recently and he just like starts spewing all of this DNA like terminology. And he's like, oh, yeah, I took like these genetic like biology classes. And we're like, how you just it's like he's got this ta- this tool belt. <laughs> Data scientists will inherit the earth. Yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as. Did I say inherit? I mean, you know, take by positive logical force. Right? Yeah, yeah. So those things are like really fun and exciting for us that are happening. Maybe um, natural selection would be a better <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. At its very best. At yeah. its very best. Yeah. Um, but then also some other like things that we have kind of going on with conversations and whatnot is more in the outdoor space and we're really excited about that because for me that's bridging my two worlds as I have like one foot in the outdoor industry and then my other full-time job in the creative space so that would be really fun and working with well right place right time for the adventure of a lifetime I know yeah it's very very fun and the big change that Enzo is is looking to looking to push for in the world yeah, I mean, I don't want to be like empathy because I feel like that word gets thrown you around like too much. <laughs> That's okay. Totally cool. Yeah, but like, how do we do innovative things and creative things to create more of an understanding within the world? And um, working with one client on like peacemaking internationally That's and like, nice. what does that mean? And that is a wholesome um, cause. Yeah, yeah. So those types of things that are a little bit bigger rather than like just helping maybe one person in a leadership team change something Mm. well how do we like change the world (laughs) but we're staying optimistic and like that's what we really want to shoot for is like creating real real change something lauren batchek thank you yeah thank Thank you you. this was wonderful yeah what a treat what a pleasure thank you for joining us i hope you have a phenomenal day at camp navarro oh yeah i'm gonna go play outside last year last year i was part of the top fitness challenge you were? You were? Yeah. I, I saw that go down right, right here. I did the squat thing for 75 minutes. That was you? I remember yeah. watching it be like, goodness gracious me, that woman is on point. She's I, brought this up before. Oh, yeah? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I am very proud of well, my squat. I hope squat. she brings it up again. Yeah. Cool. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you very much. Thank you so much. 